Welcome to Hey guys. Hey guys and ghouls. Just struggling. <laughs> Did you say your part now? Oh, you're tuned in. I was waiting for you to say more, and I was like, wait. No. I think it's because you didn't say hey there, and you just said hey. Fine. Hey, hey, hey there, guys and ghouls. Is that what I normally say? Yeah. Hey there, guys and ghouls. <laughs> there you go. You're tuned in to broadcast from the Belfry, a very disorganized podcast for the morbidly curious. My name's Sanjay. I apparently don't have a consistent intro, and I'm sorry about that. Sitting next to me is my co-host slash person actually hosting, Georgia. How are you doing today, Georgia? Word. Yep, <laughs> that's one word. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much of the intro we're going to keep in, but I straight up pooped my pants for eight seconds and kept trying to, to to greet you all and could not do it. Yeah, I just did not do a good job. I had to just move my mouse because it was on the stop recording button and my my tremendous thighs were definitely going to just hit the click on accident. I have tiny thighs for people that don't know me in real life. Tremendous thighs. I have just tiniest thighs. Uh what are we what are we talking about today? Oh my. We are going to talk about will of the wisps. That that's a sick turn of phrase it's a sick chain of words do you know what that is uh like navi from legend of zelda but not like more celtic i assume yeah Yeah. i don't really think about that but yeah that's probably kind of an example i mean i think i thought she was more of a fairy she's definitely more of a fairy yeah don't trust the fae well like kind of a will of the wisp is an atmospheric ghost light that appears at night to lure travelers to harm particularly in bogs, marshes, or swamps. So there's probably one in your ass. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have also been called uh, will-o'-wisps, ignis fatu- fatuus, fatu- fatuus, I don't know, it's Latin, who knows, which means fool's fire, uh, jack-o'-lantern, mm. or peg-o'-lantern, fairy fire, pixie lights, ghost lights, spook lights, hobby lanterns, spunkies, also, in some parts of England, they're called Will the Smiths or Will Smith. Yeah. And, hold on, <laughs> and in other parts of the, in- it, the England, in other parts of the England, they're called Pinkets. Wow. Like, what? Nice. That has to be intentional, right? Like, I don't... At that point, it has to. But these are hundreds of years old legends. You know who else is hundreds of years old? Will Smith. The love between Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, they're also called Hinky Punks. Dumb. That's from Harry Potter. Dumb. Fuck you. <laughs> Versions of Will of the Wisps can be found in England, Scotland, Wales, Newfoundland, the Netherlands, Finland, Denmark, Sweden, Norway. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Brazil, Argentina, Venezuela, Uruguay, Colombia, Mexico, Trinidad, Tobago, Thailand, Saskatchewan, and in the U.S. around Appalachia. I don't know why I said it like that. I just wanted to. Appalachia. Louisiana, Texas, and Massachusetts, specifically the Bridgewater Triangle, which we will soon be doing an entire episode on. Hmm, nice. Uh, fun fact, I said Newfoundland. Stu and I had a whole debate the other day about whether it's Newfoundland or Newfoundland. I thought it was Newfoundland, but also there's not an old Finland. And it's spelled found. Yeah. So. I think, I say Newfoundland. Yeah, but you say everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
Which led to us having a discussion about how in British English you usually put the emphasis on the second syllable, not the first one. You put the like wrong emphasis do... on the strong syllable. <sighs> yeah. okay. Anyway. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. <laughs> so there's a couple different origin stories, I guess you could say, for where the Will-O-The-Wisp came from. One origin story for the Will-O-The-Wisp is about a guy. Some people call him Jack, as in Jack-O-Lantern. Some people mm. call him Will, as in Will, Will the Smith. But both stories say that he likes to drink. So when the <laughs> Right. So when the devil comes to take his soul, Jack slash Will, uh, Jill, whack, whack. You have a stroke? What? <laughs> I was trying to put Jack and Will together. Oh, yes. <laughs> Give them a celebrity nickname. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a celebrity couple name. They're yep. in love. So in one version, Jack slash Will likes the booze, so when the devil comes to take his soul, Jack slash Will tricks him into letting him have one more drink on the devil. And so the devil says, all right, sure, and turns into a coin so that he can pay for the beer or whatever. Makes sense. But instead, Jack slash Will puts the coin in his pocket with a crucifix so the devil can't get out. Ooh. Witty. Yeah. So the devil's like, all right, if you let me out, I'll give you 10 more years of life. Okay, cool. So he comes back in 10 years. Jack slash Will tricks him into climbing a tree, and then he carves a crucifix under it so he can't get down from the tree. <laughs> it's like the devil's a fucking cat. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> you know, uh, I really, fireman. Yeah, I'd be okay going, but there's, is there something up there? <laughs> Devil, is that a, is that a trout? <laughs> is there a trout in that tree? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it got there, but, uh. It's there for the taking if anyone but wants it. Really, I want to know what and what... There was another version that I read where he met this kind of genie character who ended up being an angel in disguise and he granted him three wishes and he got a special pouch and a special chair and a special something else. Is he just a dad? So, it's like a, he, a pouch and a chair from a man and cave. And like the pouch... The devil couldn't get out of the pouch, and then he couldn't get out of something else, and he you couldn't get out of the chair without being told you could or something like that. Yeah. So, in all versions, he's very... He plays a lot of tricks on the devil. The devil's stupid. <laughs> right? The devil also bet Johnny a fiddle of gold against his soul. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Eventually, Jack slash Will has to agree to go with the devil... But then the devil's like, nah, bro, you can't come into hell. I don't want to deal with you anymore. <laughs> Hell's too lit for you. And you sure as shit can't go to heaven because you're an asshole. Mm. But here's a piece of coal to light your way through the twilight where lost souls are forever condemned. And in the Will version, he just does that. And that's the Will of the Wisp. And in the Jack version, he puts it in a carved turnip and that's where jack-o'-lanterns come from. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, generically, he kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's another Will Smith version where he, uh, Will dies and St. Peter decides that he can have a second chance. But only if he's, you know, a one-by-one one floating orb of fire. Uh, no, <laughs> he gives him a second chance at life. 
But he's still such an asshole that the devil, again, instead of letting him into hell, just gives him a piece of coal to warm himself in the twilight. Hmm. But then he's still such a tool that he just uses it to lure travelers into marshes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, don't know what good he's doing there, but... Dude, that dude's a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. Can you imagine your... Oh, man. I can't even make a, like, metaphor or analogy or anything. I'm just upset. Like, that sucks. In Louisiana, one of the legends is that uh, will-o'-the-wisps are souls sent back to do penance for God, but instead they just attack people out of vengeance, Hmm. usually in mischievous ways instead of being flat-out harmful. But also sometimes they suck the blood of children. (laughs) Sometimes they're just, like, <laughs> cool and just want to play, like, Tekken, and then sometimes they'll eat your baby. Yep. That's a wild, like, difference. Another legend is that they're the souls of children who, die- who died before they were baptized, which is also similar to in Sweden, where Sweden and, uh, pff, what's that country called that used to be Holland? The Netherlands. Jesus. The, the what? Is the, that a thing? The Netherlands. It used to be Holland? Yeah. I thought Holland still existed. Dutch. That's where Dutch people are from. The Netherlands. That's Holland. I thought the Netherlands was... Okay, this... Before we started recording, George and I were talking about how, like, I don't know where shit is. Like, in the world, I have no idea where anything is. And I think it's because at some point in my life, I decided that math was more important than geography. Geology. (laughs) Geology, too. Fuck rocks. But, like, I was like, I don't need geography if I'm really good at math. And here I am, not using math day to day, but needing to know where shit is every day. So I thought the Netherlands was at, like... A collective like uh i don't know like just like a region of other countries i didn't think the netherlands was a country and i knew that holland existed but i thought it still existed and not that it was like holland is now the netherlands um here the official name of the country is the kingdom of the netherlands blah 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 holland actually only means the two provinces of North Holland and South Holland. However, the name Holland is often meant when all of the Netherlands is meant. Mm. So they're used incorrectly interchangeably. Interesting. Okay. Well, now you know. We we learned something today. <laughs> However, I was actually also wrong because I thought for some reason that, or maybe it's just that it was more common that it used to be called Holland and then people started being more correct about it. So it's Mm -hmm. now like, I don't know, more commonly called the Netherlands. I mean, by far, I hear the Netherlands more than I hear Holland. Yeah. I feel like I used to hear Holland a lot more though. Yeah, same. Anyway, yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) so there's a similar myth in, or legend in Sweden and Holland, God damn it, the Netherlands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stupid <laughs> that it's the soul of an unbaptized person who tries to lead travelers into water so that they can be baptized oh. and also drown oh <laughs> oh that was really wholesome and then really not wholesome back to back the dutch legend that's the one from the netherlands mm-hmm. also says that it might be guarding treasure and that you need a dead man's hand to find it like a hand of glory i don't know what that is it's that sounds like something that's like not acceptable for our younger viewers to hear about it's a dried and pickled hand of a man who has been hanged usually the left one but if they're hanged for committing murder it's the hand that they use to commit the murder Mm. 
So Hammurabi's law. Woo. Yeah. Then in Massachusetts, the swampy area known as the Bridgewater Triangle, which I got a pee. Because I said swampy. No, just like pee. Okay. I'll just sit here. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're talking about the swamp. Yeah, we're talking about the swampy area of Massachusetts known as the Bridgewater Triangle. Folklore exists there of ghostly orbs of light, and there have been modern observations of uh, ghost lights in this area as well. Is this the same as Oak Island? No. Okay. Bridgewater Triangle is where... People claim to have seen all kinds of cryptids and paranormal shit and aliens and people get attacked or go missing or, like, basically everything that we talk about on the podcast happens in this one area. What the fuck? (laughs) The Spunky is what it's called in Scotland. It's been blamed for shipwrecks at night after being spotted on land and mistaken for, like, the lighthouse light. Mm Mm-hmm. And other tales of Scottish folklore say that they are mysterious omens of death or ghosts of once living human beings. And they often appear over locks or on roads along which funeral processions were known to travel. Hmm. So that's fun. Yeah, you never just want to hang out with your dead aunt and then there's Will of the Whips. You want to go have a picnic in a cemetery like Victorians did? Yeah, or like sad people in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Some scientists believe that there is some kind of bioluminescent organism that's responsible for the phenomenon. So it's similar to like a glow, like a firefly maybe. Or Or those fish with dicks on their foreheads. An anglerfish. (laughs) 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 Yep. (laughs) Others believe... (laughs) Are you going to choke on the cookie? Oh, my Maybe. God. <laughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm just impressed that I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> Me too. Others believe it's some mixture of gases, so that, that are... Some mixture of gases that are all present in swampy, boggy, marshy areas... Uh, methane is common, which is highly flammable. Nitrogen, carbon dioxide, and phosphines, which are highly combustible, which are all released during decomposition processes in that type of environment. So some people think that it has something to do with that. And they've tried Mm -hmm. recreating them in lab environments and have been kind of successful, but not like the results they get aren't the same as the results that people see. Mm -hmm. So... Ready to talk about pop culture? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the one I'm going to go on the most tangents about, Lord of the Rings. I hear it's okay. Have you not seen or read Lord of the Rings? I've, I've seen all of them. Okay, cool. I haven't seen, uh, in the, like, Hobbit trilogy, I haven't seen Battle of Five Armies. Nine armies? Okay, well... Five armies. Five armies. We're talking actual Lord of the Rings. See why I've seen... <laughs> Uh, I think it's the second movie when Gollum is taking Frodo and Sam through the dead marshes mm-hmm. and he tells them not to follow the lights because if they do, they will keep the dead company and have little candles of their own. Mm. Those are kind of will-o'-the-wisp-y. Yeah. 
Did you know that the Dead Marshes were inspired by Tolkien's experiences in World mm. War One? No, I did not. He was in the Battle of... I knew he was in World War One, and that that's what uh, the, the marshes were supposed to kind of reflect his experiences in the trenches. Mm. But I didn't know that he was in the Battle of the Somme. Mm. And then I went in a rabbit hole of facts about the Battle of the Somme. It happened in 1916, and it only lasted about four months. The first day was the bloodiest battle in the history of the British Army. What the fuck? 20,000 Allied troops were killed on that one day, mostly within the first hour of battle. Oh, damn. And another 37,000 were wounded. I guess, like, if you're just playing a lot of Call of Duty, and you get to the front lines, and you're like, and then after that day, you're like, oh, shit, this sucks. Yeah. Let's on average, one man was killed every 4.4 seconds. That's crazy. And in those four months, British troops only advanced five miles, with wow. over a million casualties total what? on both sides, mm -hmm. including three over 300,000 deaths. You never watched the Tolkien movie, did you? No, and I want to. Yeah, me too. We'll do that eventually. Also, Hitler was at the Battle of the Somme, which I didn't know, mm. and he was wounded in the leg. Everyone else that was nearby him... Mm -hmm. I think a shell blew up right there, and mm -hmm. everyone else died except him. Wow. He got wounded in the leg. Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Classic fucking Hitler. Yeah, I really like World War One history. I don't know why. I get really deep into it really sometimes. Like not like excited about it i just think it's really interesting world war one changed modern society so much it especially if i look at it from a i grew up in britain perspective mm -hmm. <clears throat> it really changed the structure of british society if you look at uh like the estate houses that exist now that are all fancy hotels you can stay there overnight you can rent them out for weddings uh they have parts of them that are museums but they're not private homes anymore yeah and a lot of that is a result of world war one because the families lost all of their servants mm -hmm. for one yeah then a lot of the so in world war one how it worked is usually the higher class men would automatically be in officer positions mm -hmm. and then they would be assigned a lower class person who like took care of them mm -hmm. so you have servants fighting alongside with their lords mm. and usually they all get killed <laughs> yeah and although i did read something that said that frodo and sam's relationship kind of mirrors that how like frodo mm. is the master and Sam's always like helping him and mm -hmm. pushing him along and, and like cooking him dinner. Yeah. And the entire. <laughs> carries fuck. him through the whole movies. Physically and emotionally yeah. carries Frodo. So Not I thought clear. that was interesting. After the war, I mean, so much money was spent on war efforts. By the time it was over, a lot of those families couldn't afford to keep their estates as private homes anymore. So they sold mm -hmm. them to trusts. And that's why a lot of them are what they are now hmm. which i think we talked about in the first episode high claire castle is where down Abbey is filmed yeah which is a really good thing to watch if you're into that kind of history because it really goes into this issue in society at the time 
Mm-hmm. And the master there, the first episode, they have a new servant show up to be his um, valet, which is like his man's man. Mm-hmm. He like cleans the suits and helps him get dressed and stuff. Mm. And I think they don't really, I don't think they explicitly say it in the show, but I'm pretty sure they had that he was a lower class man assigned to the Lord of Downton. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think he saved his life or something. And oh, wow. so okay. he kind of felt obligated to find work for him mm-hmm. when he needed it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I guess I'd be dead without you literally. <laughs> yeah. You can come clean my suits for me. Sure. Yeah, wipe my butt. <laughs> so, but that great. And then High Clare is one of those estates where, I mean, it was privately owned by, I think it's still technically owned by the Carnarvon, like Lord Carnarvon, who was on the King Tut expedition. But I think that they have to, obviously they filmed down there and I know that you can tour it and I know that you can go downstairs and see the Egyptian collection that he brought back, so, Mm. which I know we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. I just really like talking about it. (laughs) Harry Potter, Hinky Punks. They first appear in the Prisoner of Azkaban. Hinky Punks are one-legged creatures seemingly made of a wisp of smoke who carry lanterns to mislead travelers into bogs. Sounds familiar. That does sound. That uh, I think that's the book I've read the most out of the series. So that does sound. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm envisioning the like Pixar lamp though. <laughs> like it's a which isn't really helping. It's, it's a will of the wisp. Yeah, the Pixar lamp, will of the wisp. It's it's canon now. You heard it here first, folks. I think more recently they show up in Brave. Have you seen Brave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she like follows the will of the wisp to get to the witch's yeah. cottage, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not so sinister in there, you know. They're like, "Here, Merida, come follow us yeah, to because find she, your dreams." She chose her fit. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Shut yeah. up. Uh, yeah. Which I know that doesn't make sense because if in Scotland they're called spunkies, mm. then why does she say, "Oh, it's a will of the wisp"? Uh. Catering <laughs> to your bullshit audience is yep. what you're doing there and then dracula uh, dracula again. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about dracula what does dracula episode. not do but what does dracula do scrape and lick <laughs> scrape <laughs> lick uh. <laughs> y'all kids want to see dracula dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> every time every time uh so Actually, I pointed this out when we were watching the first episode of the Dracula show mm-hmm. on Saturday, because I don't know if you know it super well, but at the very beginning, when Harker gets to Dracula's castle, Dracula lives in his castle alone. Mm-hmm. Like, he has servants and drivers that pop up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but it's they're house. never seen in the same room because mm-hmm. fucking dracula this undead vampire is walking around pretending to be his own driver pretending to be his servant like pretending to be what? all these different people what mm-hmm. why how it's what to maintain the illusion that there are people within the castle mm-hmm. even though there aren't it's so because like the whole premise of the story is that Jonathan Harker he is, does insurance or he's a lawyer or something. I think he's a lawyer and he goes 
I know in the show that we were watching, they portray him as a lawyer. He goes to Dracula's castle to finalize the purchase of an estate that Dracula buys in England. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of the story is Dracula going to England to find new people to terrorize. Mm-hmm. And more sophisticated than the rural village folk that live in the mountains of Transylvania. No more hillbilly blood. (laughs) I want that rich person blood. So, yeah, in the beginning, Dracula's pretending to be his own driver and Dracula Dracula in disguise tells Jonathan Harker that that there's a local folk belief that they think the lights are indicators of buried treasure. Hmm. Yeah. So. Does he do accents? <laughs> or is it just the same voice? Like, if I was pretending <laughs> to be my driver, my butler, my masseuse. Yeah. Like, you would know because I'm awful at accents. So, like, yeah. it'd be very obvious that it's like, hello, governor. I'm here. To, <laughs> I'm here to, to take you out for tea. And it's like, Sanjay, is that still you? And I'm like, no, it's 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 me, Tim Timothy. Like, even now, I literally can't do it. Like, uh, Stu's really bad at accents, too, and it cracks my shit up when he tries. I mean, I'm not good at accents, but I also don't do them. And the yeah. only time you ever kind of hear me talk with an accent is when something accidentally slips out, and mm. that's just my subconscious my most frequent accent uh foray is after i watch star wars i always get super fucking into it and like will like involuntarily and then like voluntarily for a little bit try to speak in an accent because like all of the sickest characters have accents and then uh but like what characters dude ray's got an accent I don't like Ray. Dude, Ray. Okay, I like Ray in the first and third movie. Second movie, nope. she can kick rocks. I was okay with her in the first movie, but by second movie, I was like, all right, I'm done. Third movie, I was like, I like this movie, but I hate your character. At some point, if you guys would be interested in a very not spooky related, but just like <laughs> Star Wars cast, uh, where for like twenty or thirty minutes, I yell about Star Wars. Uh, and like, I w- my thoughts on the franchise. I want it to be a very heated debate between you and Stu. Oh yeah, because we like the opposite movies. <laughs> uh, he also dick. corrected me. He was like, I was listening to the podcast the other day, and Last Jedi is not one of my favorites. And I was like, you told me it went Return of Jedi, Last Jedi, and he goes, No, I didn't. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, I know nothing. Although he said that he was really impressed that. I paid attention when he was telling me about, uh, like, not even that I paid attention, but he, when, when you were like, like, what side does he take? And Mm. I was like, I don't really think he takes a side because he kind of just sees that everybody's kind of doing what they think is best for their own interests. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I didn't say that, but you put that together from what I said and I didn't even know that that's how I felt, but you're right. And I was just like... Girlfriend points, girlfriend points, girlfriend I points. because I'm always right about everything. I Okay, this is going to be the last Star Wars thing I say today. Uh, so a guy that I know on Facebook was like, this is my ranking of Star all Star Wars uh, televised media in the last... Or like since uh, 
or no, just all televised Star Wars media. And he put Solo at the very bottom, and I was like, why? Like, out of curiosity, like, why do you put this at the bottom? And he just, like, pissed me off so much. Like, I asked <laughs> with the intention of, like, having an actual, like, discussion. Yeah. And, like, hopefully just learning, because, like... And, like, if you're just asking why, you're not being confrontational. No, yeah, I just, like, I am, I, I am wrong a lot, and I'm okay with that, and I also love the Star Wars universe, so I'd want to get a deeper understanding. And if I missed a bunch of stuff, or like he picked up on some things that would make sense to lower the ranking of Solo or to raise everything else, I'd love to know. Um, and he just was like, "It just isn't good. I have spoken," and I was like, "Okay." And then someone else commented and was like, I actually really like Solo for this, this, and this reason. Uh, I think that, like, compared to some of the other films, it didn't do, like, these things as well. But overall, it's a very good piece with Star Wars media and, like, gives you big conversations. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, dude A, eat my butt. Dude B, we're friends now. Thank you. Um, I just like that Donald Glover is in Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I'm done with Star Wars now. Continue. I with. don't think there are any Will of the Wisps in Star Wars. I'm done with my notes, so. Okay, so. I, I haven't had soup in a long time. I'm <laughs> just throwing that out there. We haven't talked about soup lately because I haven't fucking eaten any. Oh, the new celebration started as of the recording of this episode, uh, which is the 7th, I think. Yeah, as of the 7th. So. Well, technically. We started recording on the 6th. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so you will no longer be able to get the clam chowder in Manhattan, Kansas, but all of our soups we will have every day. So, yeah, you can now get baked potato or chicken wild rice soup every day. I am 10.3... This is a text I just got from Stu. I am 10.3 bananas tall and weigh, 800, <laughs> and weigh 832 bananas. <laughs> And then he goes, apparently if the hotel's at low capacity and I work, close, and then open, I can sleep here for free. And I went, oh, wow. And then he goes, yeah, I was hoping I'd be closer to 750 bananas. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you on tonight? He has too much free time right now. <laughs> Damn it. Uh... Anyway, how many bananas do you weigh? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so I already mentioned Navi as, like, mm -hmm. kind of Oil of the Wisp, but not mm -hmm. really. But she does, like, lead you. Mm -hmm. Like, so she's a fae, but isn't, like, trying to trick you. Just, like, don't fucking trust fairies. At the like, very I don't beginning, know, when dude. you said Navi, I thought you were talking about Avatar, and then I was like, wait, what? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but, fuck, I had a Star Wars connection oh after God. I said I was like, there are no Oil of the Wisps in Star Wars. <laughs> like, technically, No but I, like, made it work. <laughs> it was probably just, like, a pit droid in my head, though. Uh, I was, like, fucking love pit droids. They look so dumb. Wait, we haven't talked since before Christmas. Maybe. I just... Okay, I'm just gonna say... The whole time I was like, this is gonna end really stupid. And then when Poe was like, no one's coming, we're on our own. And then you just hear Lando go in. Oh, yeah. Just like, kidding, bitches are here. Yeah. <laughs> And then the one guess who's ready for space sex, and then like Lando <laughs> shows up with like everyone. And then the one guy's like, "It's not a navy; they're just people." And I was yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, yes. <laughs> the people's revolution!" <laughs> anyway, 
I like new spoilers. Star. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for new Star Wars. You should see it if you haven't already. Obviously, this is a very pro Star Wars podcast. Uh, yeah, it was. There was just some cool shit, man. What'd but, you do for New Year's? <laughs> Let's just go way off topic. Oh, cool. So I went to Kansas City to start off my Roaring Twenties oh, the right way. Yeah, if we ever do a live show and you don't wear that suit, I'm gonna be really fucking okay. mad. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably just like we'll post a picture of the suit in the show notes or something. But uh, my yeah, my friend's grandpa was in Vietnam and had the suit custom made for him by uh, ladies in the industry. Because it's really cheap to get custom made suits there. Yeah. It happens in Top Gear Vietnam special. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so when uh, a few years ago, my friend was like, hey, Uncle Lee's getting rid of stuff. He was, he was his great uncle. He was like, Uncle Lee's getting rid of some stuff. Do you want some suits? And I was like, yes. I don't think I can fit the same stuff your grandpa does. Guess who does? <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> So I put on my pinstripe suit, went to a party at uh, the house of a couple girls I went to high school with, had a great time there, uh, made an Uber driver very mad apparently, <laughs> went to... Did you get a bad review? No. Oh. Uh, went to... Wait, did I place that Uber? Oh. <laughs> I should check on that. Uh, went to a board game bar, went back home, cracked open a white cloth, blacked out... <laughs> Went to brunch the next day. Yep. Yep. Cool. That's how my New Year's uh, went. Way more exciting than mine. <laughs> you know what? No. I... It was super slow at work. They sent me home at 2 o'clock. <laughs> okay. Before 2 o'clock, actually. Six, yeah. yeah. Um, and as I was leaving, like, I... I come down from the office and I walk through the warehouse and as I was leaving the warehouse doors I was just like you know this is exactly when I would just drive to Celtic and go sit by the fire yep. and just stay there all afternoon having a drink knowing everybody that walks in the door and I got really fucking angry yep. <laughs> I was like mm. too bad the best bar in Manhattan is no longer available Yeah. so instead I came home and I took a nap <laughs> same thing <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then Ryan and I did our Christmas gift exchange, mm -hmm. friend of the show, my bestie. We exchanged gifts, and then by the time midnight rolled around, we went to Lance because Stu was working. Mm -hmm. And by the time midnight rolled around, I was literally the only person in the entire restaurant. Nice. And, uh, the bartender, like, turned the volume on the TV so I could hear what Ryan Seacrest was saying. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I left shortly after midnight. I, like, paid my tab, got my midnight kiss, and then I was like, cool, I'm gonna go home now, because, uh, yeah. But I did stay up really late, which is, you know, something that I don't do very often. No. Like, it's 12.30 and this is really late for me not... I might still be awake at this time, but I'm not wearing pants and I'm in bed watching murder mysteries. Yeah. Oh, I watched Cold Cases for the first time last week, yeah. or a few days ago. Shit's wild. Cold case files or yeah. like yeah. I think it's from like the nineties or eighties. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, you I love that you can tell in the first two minutes who did, who it? did it. Yeah. And then it's just like them like circle jerking the yeah. entire time. And they're just like bringing up all these facts and but you still know yeah. who it is the whole time. I've been watching well, since yesterday I've been watching Father Brown. 
which is a super British murder mystery show. Mm-hmm. It's like if Miss Marple were a vicar played by Arthur Weasley's dad, because that's who plays him. Like, is that Mr. Brown, the guy that says moo in the Dr. Seuss books? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure, because I had... This is Father Brown. Oh, yeah, Father... Because he's Mr. a priest. <laughs> okay, yeah, Mr. Brown says moo. Uh, I had a math teacher in high school named Mr. Brown, and every year he read that book. My year five great. teacher was called Mr. Brown. <laughs> That's the most British thing I've ever heard you say. My year five teacher, his My name was five, Mr. Brown. My year five teacher was named Mr. Brown. You know, I remember... I still, I still remember this to this day. I was actually thinking it the other day. The ba- very beginning of the term, when we first had, like, when we started so in his class. British. And he goes, <sighs> and he goes, start as you mean to go on. And that was, like, his thing that he told everyone. And I still say that to myself to this day. Like, the other day, I was like, new year, start as you mean to go on. I started doing the, like, 365, like, picture day oh, thing. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm proud of you. Um, I haven't taken a picture today, so... Take a picture of Luna or the, this yeah. or something. Two uh, of my three pictures so far have involved... Nope, all three of my pictures... No. Three of my four pictures have had wine in them. Nice. No, yeah. wine or just alcohol. Keep there was gin in one. If we're, I don't have new resolutions, really, because I... I already set myself up for disappointment, uh, but one of my friends, Tipper, fan of the podcast, Showcast, uh, got me a book of writing prompts because he knows that I, like, am trying to write more this year, so every day I'm just, like, filling one out and just, like, scribbling some notes. It's been pretty fun so far. That's handy dandy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's notebook. Um, do you have any last thoughts for the people of the podcast that are related to Will the Wisps? My back really itches, but that's about it. If your back also itches... That's why I've been, like, <laughs> fidgeting a lot. Yeah. She's just been, like, scratching at her shoulders. Yep. Which uh, is... Oh, no. <laughs> if your shoulders itch and your phone is screaming, feel free to talk to us about this relatable experience by searching Broadcast from the Belfry on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or sending us an email at broadcastfromthebelfry at gmail.com. That's where Georgia lives. She's like the little lady in the shoe, but it's an internet shoe. Oh, that wasn't supposed to be on. It was a very bright picture. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, you also can leave a like, subscribe, unlike, or unsubscribe, a up thumb or sad thumb, uh, <laughs> anywhere that you listen to podcasts except for iTunes until Why? we figure that out. My flash is turned off. <laughs> and uh, once again, we appreciate you guys listening. We love you all. Uh, look at me. I'm the captain now. Wait, why can't we do iTunes? Why are you saying this? I don't know. We just can't. Like, we're not. Like, look at... Uh, I don't know. If you're listening on iTunes, then just, like, literally, cont- like, tweet us, fuck off, and then I'll know. Like, that's it. I have but, a, Like, I pulled this up on iTunes, like, two days ago. No, you didn't. That's not true. Yeah. You're totally lying right now. Um, yeah, because Stu was like, Sanjay said that my... D&D character was made after Jon Snow, or, and that's not true. And I was like, How I is don't, it not true? I don't remember that being said, but... Um, I said it at some point, because I was pretty sure it was true. Oh, it doesn't show up on Anchor. Yeah. On Anchor it says, we don't iTunes. Whoa! 
Never mind. Thoughts were in the future. 2020 looking like 3030. You can listen on iTunes. Feel free to leave us a super like. Annihilate the like button. Pound the smash. If you uh, pound the smash button. That exists. If you're listening on iTunes. Because I don't use iTunes. So I just assume that no one uh, couldn't listen to us. That's so exciting. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes me very happy, actually. Thank you, everyone, for bringing me a joy that I never knew I could have because my parents didn't love me. <laughs> they love me a lot, actually. One day they're going to listen to this and they're going to be like, Jesus, they're gonna be you pissed. made us sound like terrible people. They're going to be so pissed. My parents love the shit out of me. They're so cool. Um, <laughs> Georgia, what do we say? We've never been disappointed in you. What are you talking about? No, that's not true. They've been very disappointed. I've made a lot of dumb decisions. Well, they you still know, love me. it's not like, never mind. Like, sometimes Diamond, my chonky boy, chonky cat, will uh, take a poop on top of the litter. And I'm like, why, dude? And he gets kind of sad. And then the next time he poops, he, like, covers it. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Thanks. But, but then he'll just randomly do it again. Thanks, buddy. It's the same thing, you know? I'm the poop. What? We have a new comment on iTunes. Hold on. Oh, like we said, we will literally read any comment that anyone leaves on a our on our like means to listen so yeah you ready for this yeah i'm a slut for anything spooky or (laughs) offbeat and random tangents so this podcast is perfect i love listening to the random tangents because that's how my brain works too i love the content even if it's something i've heard before i love georgia and sanjay's perspective i don't know who this person is but uh this is from oh chrissy yeah uh chrissy (laughs) is great that's it I'm going to see her soon, I think. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> My heart is warmed. Uh, so you just call me Bumblebutt. That's true. George's butt cheeks are full of bees. Bzz. Bees. Uh, what do we say it to the... It just makes it sound like I fart under the covers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you have no proof. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know if the ovens have been dutched. Oh boy! All right. All right. What do you say to the kind people, the kind Chrissies of the world, that listen to us rant? We say so sorry that you just listened <laughs> to the last ten minutes of this conversation. <laughs> but thanks for listening, and stay spooky. Thirty thirty sluts. <laughs> the end. Check us out on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>